and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says on the tin. We're here for game week seven of the 23-24 Premier League season to predict all of this weekend's Premier League action. Very exciting times, Harry. It is very exciting. We're seven game weeks in. I know. It's flying by. Flying by. certainly is. So, shall we just get right into it? Nothing on the Friday night then, so we'll start with the Saturday morning, the 12.30 kickoff between Aston Villa and Brighton. Two sides who pushed up into Europe last season. Obviously, Villa playing in the Conference League, Brighton playing in the Europa League. They both enjoyed difficult starts, well, endured difficult starts, I should say, to their European schedules. Brighton have had a very successful start to their Prem campaign, though, as Villa, a little bit stuttering so far. Could Villa Park make the difference, or will Brighton continue with their good run of form here? Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one. You'd probably expect a bit of rotation because they're both playing in the EFL Cup on Wednesday night. So t- a two-day turnaround is pretty sharp. I think Brighton will just about nick it, though. I'll go 2-1 with goals from Mietema and Ferguson. And then it'll be a Villa goal from Ollie Watkins. Yeah, I think that's quite understandable. Obviously, schedules are a lot tougher now. Brighton, I think, have the depth to cope with that. Whereas Villa perhaps don't to the same extent. Brighton obviously have a plethora of young talent available they could call upon whereas Villa don't really have those options so in terms of rotation you would expect Brighton to be able to field a stronger team here therefore I think they'll take the win I think it's going to be 3-0 Brighton they just look a very strong side at the moment as you say Ferguson in good form Mietema had a great game last game so yeah I think they'll keep that up I will go for an Evan Ferguson goal a Solly March goal and then I was about to say Alexis McAllister doesn't even play for them anymore I'll go Pascal Gross Make it 3-0 for Brighton. Up next, Bournemouth versus Arsenal. Bournemouth have had a very tough start to the season, as to be said. They've really struggled to get any points on the board, but they have got some points, and this won't get any easier as they welcome Arsenal to the Vitality Stadium. Arsenal have had one of the strongest starts of, to the campaign. They've only dropped points in two matches against Fulham and Tottenham. So, well, you'd expect them to come away with a victory here, but with Saka facing up to a month out injured... Will, they have a, will that have an impact? I think they'll be okay. I mean, all I remember from this game last year is that Arsenal fans spent 90 minutes singing that William Saliba. And then I, could, I still can't get a song out of my head to this day. But I think they'll be pretty convincing. I'll go 3-0 to the Gunners with goals from Inketia, Tross... Is he, no, Tross is injured. That's what I'm saying. Inketia, Jesus and Declan Rice. I actually worry for Arsenal. I think their front line looks quite weak at the moment. If you look at where their goals have come from this season, they've relied heavily on Bukayo Saka. Martinelli's not been in great form. Jesus and Nketiah aren't really scoring. I think they're in serious trouble, unless Reese Nelson turns up and decides to hit a hat-trick. Which you might. I feel that Arsenal might be in a little bit of trouble here. I think lacking the goals they require will mean that they will draw this match 1-0. We saw it against Fulham. They couldn't finish their chances. I think it'll be a similar story here. I'll go for an early Bournemouth goal through Dominic Solanke. Similar to that Liverpool game where he got that early goal. But I think eventually Arsenal will get a goal and it'll be through Gabriel Jesus as he finally gets his uh, first of the season. Obviously, he has been out injured, so understandable. Up next, we've got a relegation clash, which is sure to be an exciting one. It's Everton welcoming Luton to Goodison Park. Everton narrowly avoiding relegation last season and now are faced with the same prospect this campaign. Luton Town obviously just promoted from the EFL Championship at the moment sit 19th in the Premier League with just one point from the first six matches they've only played five but yeah, they're not in a great position are they right now either of these sides a win here will do so much who do you think will claim that win? I mean big positive for Luton picking up their first point in the, in, in the Premier League means that every single team has a point now and they carry momentum from that 
I, I think they could, but the fact that it's Goodison Park, this is such a one new Everton game with a James Tarkovsky header from a okay. corner. Well, we're, we're going to differ on this one again then, because I'm going to go 2-0 Luton Town. I think Everton are all right, and they were sensational last last game. I mean, they won 3-1, didn't they, So yeah. against Brentford. But I think while, while they're good against sides who are very good on the ball... Luton are going to come play them at their own game. And it'll be interesting to see, actually, who can Who's be the biggest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Should be really interesting. I'm so three o'clock because he's so dull. <laughs> I think we'll be 2 Luton. I will go for goals from Elijah Adebayo and, I was trying to say, Jordan Club. I think he's still out injured. I'll go Marvellous Nakamba first goal yeah, uh, in the Premier League for Luton Town. I think, yeah, 2-0 away win. I can definitely see Luton come away with the points. Def- I think they deserve a lot more from the Wolves game. Than they got as well. So carrying momentum and getting a win against Everton, their first win on the board, and silencing a few critics. Up next, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace. We've actually just seen this match, haven't we? We have. In the Carabao Cup, and we saw it was 3-0 United. They trialled out quite an interesting system, obviously with a three-back. They had Garnacho and Palistri as wing-backs, which was quite interesting. And, well, Maguire actually looked quite comfortable in a three, in the middle of a three. Yeah. So... Do you think we'll see that, that formation again, or was that just experimentation from Ten Hag? Um, it'll be intriguing to see. I think they'll probably get the same result, though. I mean, I don't know how this keeps happening to United, because last year they played Villa back-to-back in the league yeah. in Carroll Cup. So, same thing again here for Ten Hag's side. It's think, FIFA-esque yeah, scheduling, yeah. isn't it? I think they'll get three points again. Not by three goals, though. I'll only go by one goal, and mm. that'll be a sole goal from Rasmus Hoyland. You don't think that Hodgson's going to work out what Ten Hag's trying to do? No. And come up with some mental tactic? No. It's oh, that is a shame. I I think United you know, will look good again. I think Mason Mount in particular impressed me last night. At the time of recording, I know it's about a week, well, almost a week ago, half a week ago for you guys. But yeah, I think Mount will put impressed once again. I think it'll be two to Manchester United, a Mason Mount goal, his first in red, and a goal from, I was about to say Scott McTominay, I don't think he'll actually be involved. So I'll go for Kunda Palistri. Yeah. I think he'll actually shine in the absence of any right-wingers at Man United. Sure. Up next, we have Newcastle versus Burnley. Newcastle, well, they struggled towards the start of this campaign, but they put eight past Sheffield United last time out, and it would be difficult to bet against them doing a similar destruction job or demolition job of Burnley here. Burnley, they've just come up from the Championship as champions. They looked very impressive last season, but really failed to impress in the cha- in the Prem this season. Only one point so far, and, well, they've not had the most difficult fixture list. So I think there's some concerns that Burnley may not be as good as people thought. Do you think they could get anything from this game, or is this a comfortable one for Newcastle? Yeah, it's a weird one. Burnley just seems a bit, they seem a bit flat. But, you know, when you watch them play, when they, you know, in in the games, even the results, they're kind of those results that lack oomph. They're the one nils, the two ones that kind of seem a bit oh, really. Yeah. Newcastle, I mean, they are firing on all cylinders and then some. Are they though? Or was it just I, one good game against Sheffield United? Because they've been crap think, apart I don't from that. I don't think crap. Like, did you I watch think... the Milan game? You didn't. It was poor. And they got a midpoint <laughs> away in their first ever. You know, Milan has got, got, got game in a long time. Um, they didn't. That's the difference. I will go three 0 Newcastle, two from Isak, and one from Anthony Gordon. Okay, fair enough. Burnley have uh, Burnley haven't been as bad as the table suggests. They looked the better side against United for large portions, and Zeki Amdouni would have scored or should have scored. It struck the post and bounced out. Could have bounced in. So very unfortunate there. And I thought actually they were the better side across the whole game against Man United. 
on Saturday night. And I think they could really cause Newcastle some issues here. I'm going to go 2-1 Newcastle. I still think the two will get the win over the line, but I do think Burnley will give them one or two things to think about. I will go. Newcastle open the scoring. Anthony Gordon, he's been in very impressive form. Then Burnley through Zeki Amdouni will level it up. And then a winner from Callum Wilson on off the bench will seal the deal for Newcastle and get all three points at home. Up next, West Ham versus Sheffield United. Two sides with very different, again, very different starts to the campaign. West Ham have looked very impressive. They're in the top half. They've been scoring a lot of goals. They've been getting big wins. Sheffield United have been, only been on the receiving end a lot of difficult, yeah. difficult uh, score lines. And while well, they've thrown it away in games they possibly should have won, I mean, if we look at results like the Nottingham Forest match, we look at the Manchester City game, they're results they could have got over the line and thrown away. So there's a lot of a lot of work to do for Sheffield United. Is this where they start? Can they get a result away at West Ham? I think West Ham home is it, it's a classic performance we're all used to now. James Will Prowse free kick for one, Bowen for on goal for the second, and then it will be a Lucas Paqueta edge of the area, the grass cutter for the third. Three 0 West Ham. I I think they it won't be a three 0 game at all. But West Ham will do what they do best soak up the pressure, and then just score a bit, not fluky goals, but against the run of play. Yeah, I, I follow a similar vein of thinking. I'll go only 1-0 for the Hammers, though, and I think it'll be Nea Fagward from a corner. Yeah. Most likely, that's the most obvious prediction ever. West Ham are going to score, what's it going to be? A corner from James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Up next, Wolves versus Manchester City. In the week, Wolverhampton Wanderers knocked out of the Carabao Cup by Ipswich Town. Quite embarrassing for the Premier League side. Strong side as well. Manchester City, well, we haven't seen their result against Newcastle yet, but based off their form this season, they've probably won that match as well. So, will the City steam train keep rolling through and maul the Wolves? Or can the Wolves cause a little bit of issues? Cause some I mean, issues for Guardiola's men. The last few weeks, I've backed teams to get results against City and they haven't and I mean watching that Wolves side against Ipswich Town during, in the midweek I mean going 2 it up to Championship side it was a nearly full strength Wolves side up, and then conceding the goals they did was really poor and to think that was Ipswich Town let alone Manchester yeah. City 4-0 to the reigning champions I will go Foden goal Haaland goal a Jack Grealish goal and a first goal for Josco Gavardio. Yeah, I mean, Gary O'Neill's only been there a month. Do you think he's already on thin ice? Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I think City will win big. I'll go 6-0 City. I think they'll see that Newcastle result from last weekend and think, you know what? We could do it up in our goal tally as well. Yeah. I think Haaland will hit three because it's Erling Haaland and that's what he does. Then it will be goals from Phil Foden... Uh, my, why is Gundogan de Bruyne the only name that's gone to my head? I'll go. I was about to say Rodri as well. I'll say Mares. God. Uh, Jeremy Doku obviously came in for Mares this summer, and I will go for Matteo Kovacic, likely starting. I'll say, I, I don't think Rodri. You know, Rodri impact won't really matter for this game. Might matter for the Arsenal game in a couple of weeks' yeah, time. Potentially but... Newcastle one. We may have seen yeah. that already call have a big impact, but. Yeah, indeed, I don't think having no Rodri will cause them too many issues. No. It'll be interesting to see whether Phillips is given a shot, though, in this well, game. So far, I mean, obviously, now we'll get onto it, but really poor game week in terms of exciting games. I think they're very there's some very close matches and very far matches. I think Villa-Brighton, Everton-Luton, very yeah. tight matches, potentially not many goals. The rest, there's a fairly obvious winner in all of them, yeah. unless you're going for an outside shot. One. 
Well, the next one we're not going to predict here. I know, gutting. I'm sure there's loads oh. of booze, but wait a moment, because there'll all be cheers when I say we are live this Hooray. weekend. Tottenham versus Liverpool. It's a half past five kickoff. Should be a really interesting match. We watched Tottenham last weekend. Thoroughly impressed. Okay. Probably deserved a win against Arsenal. If Christian Romero could defend. Yeah, if Christian Romero could stop putting him in his own net, that would be helpful. Or playing volleyball. Or playing volleyball, indeed. Liverpool, well, they've. They've been a bit fortunate, I think it's fair to say. Sometimes they've got results that perhaps weren't 100% merited. Mm. But they've still got the results, and they are the closest thing we've got to a title challenger at the moment. So they'll be keen to keep the good times rolling and keep the pressure on Manchester City. Join us live from quarter past five. Should be a good one. Half past five kickoff. Very exciting game. Very. On to the Sunday then, and the sole Sunday fixture is Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. These two sides have both had fairly meh starts the campaign like some weeks they win and you don't really expect it the next it's like how on earth have Brentford lost to uh, who they lose to um, Sheffield United no Everton um, yeah. how what who knows but they have got that tendency to lose Brentford they're playing a night on Forest side who definitely could cause them some issues do you see that being the case or will Brentford actually prove their quality here yeah. I mean first of all what a really bleak Sunday like, I'm yeah. not going to be waking up. I much sleep all day. You really enjoy your Saturday. And well, actually, it's, it's not a bleak Sunday. Because, well, it might be bleak in the Premier League. We do have some WSL action, which yeah. I will tell you oh, about at the yeah, end. I bet then. Um, <laughs> oh, in terms of this game, though, I really, 1-0 Brentford, running away with a penalty. Yeah, fair enough. No, no one's going to watch it, really. Yeah, and we're obviously less involved at the moment with Brentford uh, playing out of wing-back, pretty much. So... That's been gutting for all FPL owners, but penalty could be the route to points for him. I will go... I should back Forrest to win it. I'll go 2 mm-hmm. one Morgan Forrest. I think okay. it'll be a Morgan Gibbs-White goal, levelled up by Johan Visser, and then one at the end by Joe Worrell. Little header from a Love corner. It. Love it. And I don't think it's going to be like a, yeah. a really nice header either. I think he's literally just going to bundle it over the line, probably come off his shoulder or something. Chuck himself at the goal. Post. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much hit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> the big, it's tangled big, in the net. Big three points for Forrest. On to the Monday night then, and we've got a battle in West London. It's Fulham versus Chelsea. If Fulham fans want to watch this fixture, well, they better hope they've got a Sky subscription because, well, the game tickets are above £100. Have you seen these? The cost, that's the a, prices, it's is, ridiculous. That's crazy. So, I hope you've got a small fortune ready to watch this one. Probably not going to be a great game of football either. Chelsea, you could say they're the entertainers in the league and the fact that every match is entertaining, but they're entertainers not in the same sense that Manchester City are, but more in the same sense that Everton were last season. You never know what's going to happen, really. No. Maybe a Chelsea will get a win. More likely it'll be a disappointing draw, but what do you expect from this It'll game come down to who's worse on the night. Um, and I, I think that Chelsea... Can they, can they both lose? <laughs> yeah, Chelsea have got to start somewhere, but if you look at Chelsea's history against Fulham away, it's not a fun reading. Um, do we, I think we lost last year when Carlos Vinicius scored. I yeah, it's after... Yeah, yeah, I remember the game vividly. Felix, Felix, Felix on his yeah. debut looked brilliant and then got sent off and then Kepa failed to claim a yeah. cross and, well, Carlos Vinicius isn't uh, the easiest finish of his life. I don't think that'll happen. I'll go 2-1 Chelsea. Kepa's not here. Yeah. It'll be. I, I think we will go one 0 down, and that will be through um, Vinicius, and then we'll peg them back through Mudrik finally getting his first goal for the club, and Armando Breuer, who hopefully can step in for Nicholas Jackson on Monday, will get us our winner. Yeah, we are recording before the Brighton game, obviously, so we don't know where the, what the results it's been good. there. It could have been very, very painful. 
But I will just say, Mihailo Mudrik has been incredibly impressive in recent weeks. And actually, if Gallagher or Jackson could finish chances, he'd probably win about four or five assists by I'd now. I hope so, that first goal can shut everyone up. Yeah, he needs, he needs to start getting some contributions, though. He has looked very exciting. I will go 3-0 Chelsea. I know there's going to be fans in the comments Clean going, shit. you are delusional wow. and all that sort of stuff. But I think we defeated Villa on, at the weekend if Gusto didn't decide I that at least he likes on. to We'd have got a point, remove least. people's ankles. So, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I, exactly. I don't think we would have conceded in that match without that red card. So I think a clean sheet is on. We may struggle at right back because I don't know who's going to play there. Maybe Aspi's coming back. But I'll say 3-0. I think Madrid will get two assists, but no goals. I think the goals will come one through Armando Broja coming back from injury. I'm very yeah. excited to see him back. Raheem Sterling will grab our second, and then the third will come through. Moise Caicedo, I think he'll strike yeah. it from the edge of the box. Just an absolute lawnmower, lawn clipper, whatever you want to call it. The grass will get mowed. There'll be a visible no. mark left on the pitch, and therefore I'll be going yeah. mental about it. And yeah, all big three no win for Chelsea. Yeah, all three of them will be bouncing up and down. Three no win for Chelsea. Or if you want my realistic prediction, then uh, one no Fulham. Tuesday then, because we have got one double game week this week. It's not really a full exciting double game week, but there is one or two teams that play two matches. Because of course on Tuesday we've got the postponed match finally being played. It's Luton Town versus Burnley. Doesn't excite you on paper, does it, Luton Town? Obviously, as we say, both teams on one point. This could be hugely decisive for the rest of the season. Right, I'm calling it now. This is a game that no no one's really going to be interested in. It's half past seven on a Tuesday. Why is it half past seven? And why is it on well, a Tuesday? I should probably pay for those. I don't know why. Why is it half past seven is not a normal time to get so, football Well, game people on. will watch 30 minutes before they go and watch the Champions League. Is it Champions League, is it? Yes. Um... I believe so, at least. But I think I, I this week, no one's really paying attention to it, as you say. So first half now is going to be boring. Everyone will just chuck it on while they're finishing their di- dinner. Oh, it's not, it's not even on TV, so it's a three o'clock kickoff, isn't it? So, okay, so no one can watch no it. No one will be watching it, and no one's going to be checking the score. And I'm going to look at it full time. It's going to be Luton three, Burnley three. It'll pop up on your like on your Instagram and go, yeah. "What on earth have I just three, missed?" Three. <laughs> uh, I think Luton will go two and up through Morris and. Issa Kabore. Then Burnley will get three. We'll go from two down, three, two up with goals from Amdouni, Benson, and. Oh, this is my testing my Burnley knowledge. Oh, come on. A Harwood Bellis header. Baron. He's, he's at Southampton. No? Uh, no, that's Doyle, isn't it? No, he's at Wolves. Harwood Bellis. Oh, definitely yeah, Southampton. Because we watched him get minced by Jamie yeah, Vardy the other week. Who's centre half? Bayer? Jordan Bayer? Yeah, that's the one. Or, or uh, Dara O'Shea. O'Shea, that's who I'm thinking of. I said him last week. No, I said he's good. Yeah, I said he's good. Keep week. saying he's going to score. He's good score. Dara O'Shea will score. Burnley's 3 2 up. And then the, Dara, late... the Dara O'Shea fan club yeah, over here. A late level up from Tom Nockier's noggin. <laughs> I love it. I think the case could be rocking as Luton Town hit three. Luton Town three, Burnley nil. I will Dara go. Dara O'Shea, don't concede for him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to the Dara O'Shea fan club. Oh, yeah, I will go. <laughs> Dave Chong. I will go for... Oh, Chong's the only player I think is going to score. No, one one goal for Chong. I'll go Alfred Doughty because he actually looks very exciting. And I will go... I don't think I'll go Lockyer. I'm not 100% that he will start. All right. I'll back Jacob Brown first goal for the club. Yeah. And 3-0 win for Luton. 
no basis there, but enjoy that prediction, I'm sure. The Fun game week. comments will be filled with what on earth are you predicting, but... I yeah, mean, get involved in the comments as as we always say. Want to see your predictions? It's probably not the most exciting game week of the season. No, I'm looking at Tottenham Liverpool. That's been massive. I mean, and obviously the WSL on Sunday evening is obviously been massive. Apart from yeah. that, not too much this week. As I say, two streams coming this weekend. Tottenham Liverpool on the Saturday, and on the Sunday we're live for our first coverage of the WSL of this season. It's their opening Should game. Be week. We'll be covering Tottenham Chelsea. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for big it. Big year, you? big year. If you want to know what we think this year. Yeah, if you want to see our predictions, head on over to the podcast, not the podcast, the video on Wednesday. And if you want to watch the podcast or listen to the podcast, it's available on all audio platforms. We spoke about the WSL expansion. We spoke about Real Madrid, Barcelona, and we spoke about Chelsea and their collapse. So look out for that on all audio platforms. If you want to see the video, if you can't resist seeing our faces as we talk about football, well, then you can become a member. Go and hit that membership button. It's only 99p a month uh, when it massively helps us out. So if you want to help us out, go and do that. That's everything for today, though. Thank you guys very, very much for watching or listening, and we will see you next time. See ya.